Friends, good morning. It is so good to be together this morning, knowing that our together is far apart in body and close in spirit. I want to open this morning with opening words written for this moment by my colleague Hannah Roberts Villeneuve. These are adapted for our time together this morning. Enter in here as you are, with your worries and uncertainties, with your fear and anxiety. Enter in here as you are, with your fragile hope, with your open heart. Enter in here as you are. There is no requirement of being learned enough before you can be here to experience this word, this song, these meditations. There is no prerequisite level of holiness, no track record of ethical behavior before you join this hour of possibility. There is no way you have to feel in order to be part of our story, because it is your story too. As soon as you enter the room. There is no certainty required before we gather, for our path is not clear, especially not today. We are building this world as we all fly it and it flies us. So come in, beloveds, present in heart and mind and over the internet. Come in and let us be together. I invite you now to listen and to join in our opening song. We are so delighted to have Maureen and Dari with us safely several feet away and sharing her music. And I will say with all of the songs this morning, if you are someone who is unsure about whether to sing along because you are worried your voice is not right, well friends, no one can hear you. So sing out loud, hum along, dance if you wish. Let us make music together. As I walk through this wicked world, searching for light in the darkness, of insanity oh yeah i ask myself is all hope lost is there only pain and hatred and misery oh yeah and each time i feel like this inside there's one thing i want to know What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Oh, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? 
as I walked through the troubled times, my spirit gets so downhearted sometimes, sometimes. So where are the strong and who are the trusted? Where is the oh harmony? time I feel like it's slipping away you just make me want to cry oh what's so funny about peace love and understanding oh what's so funny about peace love and understanding Where are the strong? And who are the trusted? And where is the harmony, sweet harmony? Cause each time I feel it slipping away, you just make me wanna cry. Oh, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Facebook. Amanda and I are watching all of your comments come in on Facebook and we can see you all saying good morning to us. I'm so happy that you're joining us here even if we are only here virtually together this morning. This is our first time having a purely virtual platform um, and whether you are a weekly regular at West or this is your first time joining us, we are very glad you're here. I'm feeling so grateful for the ways technology is allowing us to be together in new ways. And later, we'll share more of the ways that we can be together over the coming week. I invite you to say hello in the comments as you're arriving this morning so we all know who's here. And I invite you to comment and react and talk with each other as the platform goes along. During our community sharing time later, you'll be invited to share your thoughts specifically in the comments. In my time as an intern here, I have learned that Wes is a strong and connected community of committed people. And I'm excited to see the ways we maintain those connections in new ways over the next few weeks. Right now, I encourage you to take a breath. Then maybe take another one. I hope you have a cup of tea or coffee there at home. I hope you're sitting comfortably on your couch and that you're ready to be fully present here with us this morning. Each week, we honor a group at West whose activities relate to our monthly themes. This month, the theme is wisdom, 
and today we are honoring the West Philosophy Group. The West Philosophy Group is a diverse, decentralized learning group. That is, they're a group that learns as they go along. They learn together. This group has attracted interest from people outside of West and has a meetup group of over 140 people. During meetings, a knowledgeable volunteer pre presents a subject which forms the basis of the discussion. Recent topics have included Enlightenment Now, a philosophy of New Deal capitalism and consciousness. To learn more about this dynamic group, send an email to Len Genkt Lynn Genkturk. Uh, she is the group's coordinator, and you can contact her at westphilosophygroup at gmail.com. I invite you now to listen to our statement of purpose. The Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With faith in human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together and support each other through life. We nurture a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. We invite you to join our community of children and adults as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. And now I invite you to join us in our candle lighting words that are on the screen behind me. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. We know that we have some children or simply people that like stories who are watching this morning. And, um, and so we wanted to share a story together. And it's a story um, about how to know how to do the right thing. I think a lot of us right now are wondering many different questions. We're wondering sort of how to know things well enough and how to make the right choices. And, um, and so we wanted to share a story about a boy who has some of those same, uh, those same questions in the world. This is called The Three Questions, and um, it is based on a story by Leo Tolstoy. Um, it's been adapted by John Muth, a great storyteller. A boy named Nikolai, who sometimes felt uncertain about the right way to act. I want to be a good person, he told his friends. But I don't always know the best way to do that. Nikolai's friends understood, and they wanted to help him. If only I could find the answers to my three questions, Nikolai continued, then I would always know what to do. When is the best time to do things? Who is the most important one? What is the right thing to do? Nikolai's friends considered his first question. Then Sonia, the heron, spoke. 
To know the best time to do things, one must plan in advance, she said. Gogo the monkey, who had been rooting through some leaves to find something good to eat, said, You will know when to do things if you watch and play close attention. Then Pushkin the dog, who was just dozing off, rolled over and said, You can't pay attention to everything yourself. You need a pack to keep watch and help you decide when to do things. For example, Gogol, a coconut is about to fall on your head. Nikolai thought for a moment. Then he asked his second question. Who is the most important one? Those who are closest to heaven, said Sonia, circling up into the sky. Those who know how to heal the sick, said Gogol, stroking his bruised noggin. Those who make the rules, growled Pushkin. Nikolai thought some more. Then he asked the third question. What is the right thing to do? Flying, said Sonia. <laughs> Having fun all the time, laughed Gogol. Fighting, barked Pushkin right away. Then the boy thought for a long while. He loved his friends. He knew they were all trying their best to help him answer his questions. But their answers didn't seem quite right. Then an idea came to him. I know, he thought. I will ask Leo the turtle. He has lived a very long time. Surely he will know the answers I am looking for. Nikolai hiked high up into the mountains where the old turtle lived all alone. When Nikolai arrived, he found Leo digging in a garden. The turtle was old and digging was hard for him. I have three questions and I came to ask your help, Nikolai said. When is the best time to do things? Who is the most important one? What is the right thing to do? Leo listened carefully, but he only smiled. And then he went on with his digging. You must be tired, Nikolai said at last. Let me help you. The turtle gave him his shovel and thanked him. And because it was easier for a young boy to dig than it was for an old turtle, Nikolai kept on digging until the rows were all finished. But just as he finished, the wind blew wildly and rain burst from the darkened clouds. As they moved towards the cottage for shelter, Nikolai suddenly heard a cry for help. Help! Running down the path, he found a panda whose leg had been injured by a fallen tree. Carefully, Nikolai carried her into Leo's house and made a splint for her leg with a stick of bamboo. The storm raged on, banging at the doors and windows. The panda woke up. Where am I? She said. And where is my child? The boy ran out of the cottage and down the path. The roar of the storm was deafening. Pushing against the howling wind and drenching rain, he ran farther into the forest. There, he found the panda's child, cold and shivering on the ground. The little panda was wet and scared, but alive. Nikolai carried her inside and made her warm and dry. Then he laid her in her mother's arms. Leo smiled when he saw what the boy had done. 
The next morning, the sun was warm, birds sang, and all was well with the world. The panda's leg was healing nicely, and she thanked Nikolai for saving her and her baby from the storm. At that moment, Sonia, Gogol, and Pushkin arrived to make sure everyone was all right. Nikolai felt great peace within himself. He had wonderful friends, and he had saved the panda and her child. But he also felt disappointed. He still had not found the answers to his three questions. So he asked Leo one more time. The old turtle looked at the boy. But your questions have been answered, he said. They have? asked the boy. Yesterday, if you had not stayed to help me dig my garden, you wouldn't have heard the panda's cries for help in the storm. Therefore, the most important time was the time you spent digging the garden. The most important one at that moment was me, and the most important thing to do was to help me with my garden. Later, when you found the injured panda, the most important time was the time you spent mending her leg and saving her child. The most important ones were the panda and her baby. And the most important thing to do was to take care of them and make them safe. Remember then that there is only one important time, and that time is now. The most important one is always the one you are with. And the most important thing to, is to do good for the one who is standing at your side. For these, my dear boy, are the answers to what is most important in this world. This is why we are here. If you ever find yourself stuck in the middle of the sea, I'll sail the world to find you. And if you ever find yourself lost in the dark and you can't see, I'll be the light to guide you. Find out what we're made of when we are called to help our friends in need. You can't count on me like one, two, three, I'll be there. And I know when I need it, I can count on you like four, three, two, you'll be there cause that's what friends are supposed to do oh yeah yeah we'll play that hopefully you'll sing along Each week, we ring this chime in solidarity with people around the world. 
Today, I am particularly mindful of all of us who may be experiencing anxiety and uncertainty about our health and the health of our loved ones, or because we feel lonely or alone, or because we are worried or uncertain about our finances or about childcare over the coming weeks. We recognize our interconnection and feel grateful for the community here today. As we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us hold in our hearts all that hurts in the world. And let us commit ourselves to all that calls for our work and for our love. I invite you now into a time of meditation. Bring your attention to your breathing. Don't do anything to change it. Just notice what your breath is doing as it's flowing in and out. Is it fast or slow? Shallow, deep, just notice. And then bring your attention to your body. Notice where you're holding tension. Maybe scan your body starting at the feet. Work your way up your ankles. Feel your legs, your knees, your thighs, hips, lower back and stomach, upper back, chest, neck, face, head. Take another deep breath. Then if it feels right, place your right hand on your chest and your left hand on your belly. Take a breath and feel your chest and your belly rise and fall. Notice the feel of your hands, the pressure, the temperature. Let your tongue fall to the bottom of your mouth. Unclench your jaw. Notice what that changes and take a breath. 
Let any tension in your shoulders melt away. Imagine the muscles smoothing down over the bones. And take a breath. And then bring your attention back to your hands. Feel the circuit of energy you're creating in your own body. Imagine everyone on this live stream, people you know and people you don't, sitting together and breathing. Feel the circuit of energy connection, and peace surrounding us. Time, if you 
You know, sometimes I feel as though <clears throat> the music is so perfect and so beautiful that it says everything that we could hope to hear together. And I feel that way today, Maureen. But I would also add that the comments on our live stream also say everything we need with each other today. I have my phone up, and so I'm tracking your comments as you share them. And and noticing the way you are loving on each other and meditating together and not actually successfully meditating because there's a toddler climbing on you or singing at the top of their lungs and um, just so grateful for the way that all of us are together in a different way today, um, in a different way. I chose the title for this platform um, probably about a month ago, it, it's called, um, as the slide just said, just tell me what I need to know. Let's see if I can get back to it. Just tell me what I need to know. It's a, a platform on leadership. And um, gosh, when I came up with that title, I don't think I realized we would be in this moment where many of us are saying, just tell me what I need to know. <laughs> How many Clorox wipes is it per chair? Just tell me what I need to know. How much sanitizer should I use? Just Tell me what I need to know. I think many of us are in that place, just like the little boy in our story, asking questions, trying to find out the right answers, trying to do the right thing, not always sure what that is. And it is also a time like every time when all of us have the opportunity to be leaders. Many of you know that I do um, a lot of work in family systems theory, um, and in particular the work of Ed Friedman, who brought that family systems theory into congregational or into community life. And one of the things I love most about Friedman is that he believes any one of us can be a leader. We might be a leader in a congregation. We might be a leader in a workplace. We might be a leader in a family or a leader in a group of friends. 
for Friedman, being a leader is not about being the person with the title or the person in charge. It's about how we are in whatever group we find ourselves, how we inhabit that space. And so I have been thinking about the kind of leadership that this time needs, this moment, the kind of leadership that it needs um, on a state level and a national level, the kind of leadership that it needs in a community level as friends are sharing resources with each other or dropping off groceries, the kind of leadership that it needs in a congregation like this one. The Board of Trustees will be meeting later this afternoon and they'll be figuring out what their leadership is in this time and how they can support the health and flourishing of all the people in our community and that we touch beyond our walls. I do think it is probable that the board members of the Washington Ethical Society were not aware that a degree in epidemiology would be helpful for their board service here at West. You know, you don't always know what exactly is going to be needed. When I first imagined this platform, I wanted to talk about what is needed to be a, a leader, a lay leader, a member who is a leader within a congregation like Wes. And I, I still want to talk about that, about the leadership that we see in a community like ours. And, and in this moment, I feel so overwhelmed and admiring of the way that leadership is bubbling up from all kinds of places. There are folks in leadership here who have what we might call positional leadership, right? They were elected or appointed or they have a title, a committee chair or a team captain. And then there are folks who lead simply because they show up to help out. Because when it's time to clean up at the end of an event, they grab a sponge and wipe down the tables, right? The people who simply are leaders in the way they inhabit the space. I have been talking with the Lay Leadership Development Committee, which is a group of West folks um, elected to those positions by the whole community who are charged with nurturing lay leadership at West. And I asked them what it was they wanted to share with people about what it means to be a lay leader within our community. One of the things that they said is that they hoped that people would see leadership at West not like um, volunteer service where you check off a number of hours, but more like being part of an extended family where you lead and serve and support because that's what we do with each other. Because when it's time to set the table, somebody sets the table. And when it's time to take the dishes back to the kitchen, someone steps up to do that. That leadership at Wes was about looking for the need. And if we found it within ourselves to be able to fill that need, that we would come forward to fill it. They wanted people to imagine lay leadership as being about our responsibility and care for each other, about the way that all together we create this place. The Lay Leadership Development Committee is 
is charged specifically with um, designating and, and recruiting folks to run for the board, which are then elected by the community as a whole. And so I am going to put in a special plug. If you think that board leadership may be in your future, that you talk with someone from the Lay Leadership Development Committee, and I'm happy to get you in touch with them. Every year when the board takes a moment to reflect on what it means to be a member of the West Board, every year board members say something like, this is the hardest work I've done at West, and it is also the most fulfilling. Board members are often right there in the, in the front visible space as they make decisions and lead the community. And they also have the opportunity to shape the community, to serve the community, and to help the community to move forward in incredibly important ways. And so even though board leadership is indeed difficult and time-consuming, it is also deeply satisfying. And I encourage you, if you are thinking about that kind of leadership, especially right now, to talk with a board member to hear about their experience and to learn what it is you might need to be able to serve in that way. Just tell me what I need to know, right? Just hand me the board binder. There is one, and it's full of information. Just give me the, the instructions for the commercial dishwasher so that I can wash the coffee cups on Sunday. Just tell me how to run the auction so that I know what to do. Just tell me what I need to know. I think so often we imagine leadership in just that way, that it is about having the right skills, the checklist, all of the information that we could possibly need to make the right decisions in the world for our own lives and for the communities that we love and support. Friedman, though, would say something different. Now, it is true that sometimes we need to know the right information. I have been amazed in the past four or five days to see the adaptability of human behavior. We have incorporated whole new words into our language. I, I didn't know what social distancing was maybe eight days ago, and now I think it is in every other sentence I utter. I was in Whole Foods the other day, and walking by each other, a, a Whole Foods employee passed somebody who was shopping that they clearly knew, and they said hello with an elbow bump. Humans are adaptable in amazing ways, and we can learn how to work that commercial dishwasher and understand the data in the board binder and get the right information. And true leadership isn't about knowing those things. It's not about having the right checklist or the right information or enough graphs or enough data. True leadership the kind that every lay leader at West, every member, everyone who walks through our doors or finds us online can access. That true leadership is so much more about taking a breath, staying centered, and being present to the world and the needs around us. 
I find that overwhelmingly helpful, particularly at times of crisis. Ed Friedman thought that the most important thing for a leader to do when things were difficult or hard decisions had to be made or there was challenge, the most important thing for a leader to do was to stay centered themselves, to be as non-anxious as possible, to be a little less anxious than the person in front of them, which is sometimes not a high bar. When I am overwhelmed by the decisions I have to make or what the right path forward is, I remember that, that what I need to do most is stay centered, is take a breath. This past Thursday, I spent an hour at lunch with the leader. A couple of people gathered together and we decided that for that hour, we weren't going to talk about the coronavirus at all. I had to come prepped with some questions because it's difficult, actually, to figure out what to say that isn't about the coronavirus right now. And so we had questions uh, about what our perfect day might be or about, um, about our, our favorite ice cream flavors. And, and we shared answers to those questions, silly ones and deep ones. And for a whole hour, we talked about something that didn't move us toward decisions, something that could have felt like a waste of time. And yet I will tell you at the end of that hour, my capacity to make decisions my capacity to listen to the next press conference and make the call that Wes wouldn't meet in person on Sunday and figure out who needed to be told and who needed to be asked was increased exponentially. Right now, some of what leadership means is carving out that time, carving out the time for music, for quiet, for laughter, Sometimes what leadership means, I am telling you, is binge-watching Schitt's Creek on Netflix. Some of what leadership means, maybe most of it right now, is taking care of ourselves. And then, too, taking care of each other. As with every time of challenge, one can look around and see examples of leadership from people everywhere. I think about the city of Rome, where folks are inside their apartments. Perhaps you have seen the video of people singing to each other, standing in their balconies, the street filled with the national anthem. Leadership is the first person who walked out and started singing. I heard recently from a West member who does work all around the globe um, and who shared that leadership is in Africa right now where doctors and rapid response teams and public health experts have figured out how to handle pandemics. After Ebola, they came up with a system that they are implementing and are leading the world in response. Leadership is people taking lessons into action.
Leadership is a Chinese businessman who is offering test kits to America. Leadership is the celebrity who has said all of the middle school and high school students whose performances have been canceled, send me your videos and I'll put them on my YouTube channel for everyone to see. Leadership are the people who have been emailing me to say, what does everyone need? I can drop off groceries. I can organize hikes. I can make phone calls and I can send postcards. Tell me how I can help. Even the strongest leader needs a time to let go, to be worried and anxious, sad. And so leadership is also being on a seesaw, holding each other up, providing help and nurture when we can, and taking it when we need it, receiving it from someone else. You know, my title here at the Ethical Society is Leader with a capital L, I guess. I say clergy leader sometimes so people know what I'm talking about. And, and I like the fact that that language, instead of minister or pastor, can welcome in more folks, welcome in people from many traditions with all kinds of language backgrounds. But the challenge with the word is that it somehow suggests that the capital L leader is in charge in a bigger way than I really am. Over the last few days, it has been so clear to me that what my leadership is right now is essentially giving you Zoom links so that you can support each other. It's creating a space for you to be together for you to share what is working and helping you, for you to share what you are scared about, for you to comfort each other and be with each other in the worry and give each other ideas and show each other pictures of your dogs and your toddlers and your embroidery projects. We are in this together. We are in this congregational life thing together. You are building it all the time. You are making it up and leading the way and taking breaths. And we are in this thing, this moment together as a community of people, as a city and as a state and as a globe. And that, in the end, is what gives me the most comfort. To know that each one of us is a leader in this moment. Each one of us can look around and, and see what we need and what we can give. And if we reach out virtually, if we drop off the bag of groceries, if we send the letter or the text or the phone call, if we take a breath and center ourselves, that is all the leadership the world needs now. Each one of us, present to the other.
remembering that we are all in this together. Just tell me what I need to know. There's no playbook for this moment. The only playbook we have is the one that tells us we belong to each other. As we listen to more music from Maureen, I want to encourage you to share with each other in the comments, to share what resonated for you, or to share your own thoughts. And Laura and I will be tracking and read some back to you. Um, we are glad to be together this morning. your day unfolds challenge what the future holds try and keep your head up to the sky lovers they may cause you tears go ahead release your fears stand up and be counted don't be ashamed to cry you gotta be you gotta be bad you gotta be bold you gotta be wiser gotta be hard you gotta be tough you gotta be stronger you gotta be cool you gotta be calm you gotta stay together all i know all i know is love will save the day herald what your mother said read the books your father read try to solve the puzzles in your own sweet time some may have more cash than you. Others take a different view. My, oh my, hey, hey. You gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard, you gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger. You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm, you gotta stay together. All I know, all I know is love will save the day. Time asks no questions, it goes on without you. Leaving you behind if you can't stand the pace. The world keeps on spinning, you can't stop it if you try to. It's time, it's danger staring you up in the face. Remember, listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try to keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. My, oh my, hey, hey. You gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard, you gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger. You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm, you gotta stay together. All I know, all I know is love will save the day. You gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard, you gotta be tough, you gotta be stronger. You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm, you gotta stay together. All I know, all I know is love will save the day.
Thank you so much, Maureen. People are commenting in the comments section on what amazing music choices you've made. People are having lots of conversation. It's so wonderful to see about destination imagination being canceled and plays being canceled and supporting one another in that. Um, we're definitely seeing leadership in the ways people are stepping up even in the comments section and supporting one another and offering one another community this morning. Just as we share our perspectives in this community, so too do we share our resources and gifts. Here at West, we give half of all donated cash to a program whose values resonate with our own ethical culture principles. This month, we are sharing the plate with FutureLink. FutureLink provides low-income, first-generation-to-college young adults with the tools, skills, and resources to achieve lasting economic self-sufficiency through career exploration, mentoring, internships, scholarships, and workshops. Now feels like a particularly important time to support these young people as classes are going online and the future of at least this semester in college is looking very different for many of them. There are many ways you can give this morning. You can use the text number on the screen behind me. If you text an amount, a, a number amount to that uh, number, then you will be prompted to go through a series of steps to complete your donation. You can also go to the website tinyurl.com backslash Wes Gives 2020. And I think Andrea put that in the comments of the video as well. We will now receive your gifts and the musicians' gifts of music. Would you believe in 
right, yes, I'm certain that it happens all the time. What do you see when you turn out the light? I can't tell you, but I know it's mine. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm, I get high with a little help from my friends. Mm, I'm going to try with a little help from my friends. Do you need anybody? I need somebody to love. Could it be anybody? somebody to love oh i get by with a little help from my friends mm, i'm gonna try with a little help from my friends oh i get high with a little help from my friends yeah i get by with a little help from my friends with a little help from my Thank you so much, Maureen. We are so grateful to the many people who created this new time together this morning. We're particularly grateful to Maureen and to Robin and to Johnny for doing sound and light. Woohoo! 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 <laughs> exactly. Um, we're grateful for folks who came and cleaned and wiped things down so that we could all be here safely. There are many people, it takes the leadership of many for anything new to happen for sure. You can expect to receive lots of communication from us in the coming week. We're looking forward to Zoom calls to check in and see how folks are doing, Zoom calls to discuss a variety of topics. There's one on Tuesday about wisdom and even Zoom calls for kids. There's a Zoom call tomorrow on Monday for a multi-generational Zoom call. Amanda is in touch with the small groups to figure out if they want to meet through Zoom, and you can expect to hear how to call into those meetings or if they have been canceled. It is important to note that aging with intention is canceled and will not be meeting. If people, if people want to, if, if folks are, are tuning in and want to join us on any of our online programs, even if you have never done something with the Washington Ethical Society before, we want you to know how very welcome you are. And if you'd like to be receiving those communications that Laura is talking about, we're sending out emails with links. We'll have it, we'll get those up on our calendar as well. But please just, you can send an email to Wes at ethicalsociety.org and let us know you'd like to be on our list and we'll include you and make sure that you have access to everything that we're offering here. We really hope that this is a time when we can serve not just the folks that have always been part of our community, but anybody beyond who would like to be more connected and have an opportunity for what we're able to offer. We want to make that available. So please feel free to join us. Absolutely. There are so many opportunities to connect through Zoom this week, and I look forward to seeing many of you there. Those, those meetings will be a great practice, too, for using Zoom, as our platform service for next week will be held on Zoom, which I think will be a fun and completely different experience than what we had this morning. I hope you will all join us then, and thank you all so much for being here with us this morning. I invite you now to join us in our closing song. We're going to do a different song today. We're going to sing the rest of Count on Me.
Yeah. And I saw that some were singing with, um, I get help from a little, I, I get by with a little help from my friends. Thank you for singing along. I hope you'll sing along with Count On Me. It was the song of the month a few years ago. So some of you might remember it's by Bruno Mars, one of his earlier songs. It's online right now. If you're online, pull up another like another oh, window, yes. right? You can Google the lyrics and find them right away um, in another window. Yes. Count on me. If you ever find yourself stuck in the middle of the sea, I'll sail the world to find you. And if you ever find yourself lost in the dark and you can't see, I'll be the light to guide you. Oh. Find out what we're made of when we are called to help our friends in you can count on me like one, two, three. I'll be there. And I know when I need it, I can count on you like four, three, two. You'll be there. Because that's what friends are supposed to do. Oh, yeah. you're tossing and you're turning and you just can't fall asleep I'll sing a song beside you and if you ever forget how much you really mean to me every day I will remind you find out what we're made of when we are called to help our friends in need you can't count on me like one two three i'll be there and i know when i need it i can count on you like four three two and you'll be that's what friends are supposed to do. Oh, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, yeah. One more time. You can count on me like one, two, three, and I'll be there. And I know when I need it, I can count on you like four three two you'll be there because that's what friends are supposed to do oh yeah
And now I invite you to join me in our closing words this month. Please say them aloud with me at home. Let us go out into the world with compassion, understanding, and commitment, listening together for the wisdom of the world.